When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends will be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. This week's host is Ricky Montgomery, who you may recognize from songs like Mr. Loverman or Line Without a Hook. So, Ricky, take it away. It's 365 with Ricky Montgomery. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today in 1827, the first friction match was sold. The inventor of the friction match, John Walker, was a British pharmacist. The first friction match was sold today, but it was invented about six months prior in November of 1826. As it turns out, John Walker actually invented the friction match by accident. He was actually working on a paste to use in guns, but then he scraped the wooden stick he was using to mix the materials and it caught fire. He realized he'd created an incredible tool for easily creating flame. Walker was able to remix the paste so that he had a formula for an easily replicable flammable starter. The paste was made of antimony sulfide, potassium chlorate, and gum arabic. He then dipped cardboard strips coated in sulfate into the paste. Think of the tip of a match that you know today. It's the same basic principle. He sold them with a piece of sandpaper for striking. He began selling them today in 1827 to his friends and neighbors from his pharmacy in Stockton, on teas, and the product quickly took on a life of its own. Though John Walker made decent personal money from his matches, he was never able to patent the invention because he never got the sulfur coating to permanently stick to the matches. Occasionally, the sulfur dropped from the stick, and it could damage floors or clothing. Since Walker didn't patent his product, others were able to make their own versions of the match, and soon both individuals and factories were producing matches, which led to common use in mass production. If you think about how easy and thoughtless it is today to light a candle or start a fire, now imagine if that were about 10 times harder. That's what the world was like before friction matches, and not only that, but you also had to light fires a lot more often for warmth and cooking food. So that's a world without conventional ovens, light bulbs, you get the picture. It was incredibly different and much more difficult to do the daily tasks of life. That's why the friction match was such a revolutionary invention. It saved time, it kept people warm, and it changed how people approached cooking their food. Before the friction match, lighting fires could take hours. Again, imagine trying to make your dinner over a fire, but it takes hours to even start the fire, let alone cook the food and eat it. There was a type of matches that existed before friction matches, but since they didn't have the phosphorus friction component, they could not create fire by themselves. Instead, they were composed of sulfur on wooden sticks and could catch fire that was around them and spread it to other things and then create a larger fire. But the invention of friction matches wasn't all joy and fire. 
One of the substances used in this first iteration of the friction match was white phosphorus. Prolonged exposure to this element gave workers a condition called Fossy Jaw. The workers were primarily children and women, and they were at extreme risk of contracting Fossy Jaw. So what exactly was this strangely named condition? It was caused by inhaling white phosphorus, and it caused the bone in the jaw to wither and die as well as extreme tooth decay. People could even lose their jaws. Some reports said that the smell of decaying bone from the jaw injuries was so bad that families couldn't bear it and would barricade the Fossy Jaw sufferer into a separate room of the house. Those who suffered from Fossy Jaw then found it incredibly difficult to obtain other work because of their deformed jaws. About 10% of people working in match factories exhibited symptoms of Fossy Jaw within the next five years after their time in the factories. And the effects were so gruesome that newspapers began investigating the effects of the phosphorus afterward. White phosphorus was outlawed in matches in 1910, and thank God, that whole Fossy Jaw thing sounds really scary, and we're really lucky that no one has to deal with that today. So thank God for progress and innovation. Now let's talk about music. Today in 1985, the band Wham! became the first Western pop musical act to play in China. The duo, the famed singers of the classic Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, performed in front of 12,000 fans at Workers' Gymnasium in Beijing. This was quite the feat. China had been very isolated ever since the Cultural Revolution, and the band's manager worked for 18 months to convince Chinese officials to let the concert happen. Queen was vying for the first concert rights at the same time, and the manager of Wham! convinced Chinese officials by positioning Wham! as a duo of wholesome lads in suits, comparing it to pictures of Freddie Mercury going all out wild on stage. Even though concertgoers were told when Wham performed that they were not allowed to dance, the audiences still loved the genre-bending show. The group used footage from the trip and concert in their video for Freedom. Thanks for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with Ricky every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's three